0: This podcast was brought to you by Pastor Glenn Tomren and Fellowship Church. For more information, visit thefellowship.church. Hallelujah. Welcome to Wednesday night service, everybody. Seems like we have a great crowd tonight. This is awesome. Praise the Lord. You know, you come to church, you'll be blessed. You know that? Praise the Lord. Good to see you, Carrie. Sure love you. And Betty. (laughs) Praise the Lord. I was just telling Jeff Strasinski here today in the text I saw like a five-foot snake or something like that right by his house the other day I was like man you need to shoot these things (laughs) anyhow praise the Lord welcome all of you that are online hallelujah and uh, we invite you to we're not going to come to your house we invite you to come to our house hallelujah and just uh, come in here with us and, uh, and be part of the message and the presence of God will, will fill your heart as well. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Were you guys excited? Amen. Hallelujah about the things of God. Yes. Praise the Lord. I am getting more excited every day. And that's not, that's not a joke. I was actually just praising God today a lot just for His goodness. He's so good. And His mercy endures forever. Right. Hallelujah. He's a good God. You know that? Yep. He's a good God. He's gooder than you think. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Well, I'm going to talk about something I've been talking about in our, you know, we have classes on Sunday mornings, and if you haven't been there, you missed out, just telling you. Praise the Lord. We've had a good time. We've been talking about faith for like 13 Sundays or something like that. And, you know, it's, 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 it goes into everything we do in a Christian walk. You know, you can never exhaust faith because it goes into all of it. And so we talked about uh, an interesting guy last week called Enoch. You guys uh, ever read about Enoch in Genesis and in Hebrews chapter 11? And uh, it's interesting. We're going to look into a little bit of that. And, uh, and then we're going to go into uh, some other things that I think are very pertinent to faith. Hallelujah. So let's just pray real quick and then we'll get into the word. Father, we love you. And we're so grateful, Father, hallelujah, that we have your word, Father. Hallelujah, to lead and guide us into all truth and help us in every area of our lives, Father God. And we ask, Father, Father, for the utterance Tonight, Father, we ask, Father, for you to reveal to us your word. For who who knows it better than you, Father God? You are the one who gives light and understanding. So we ask for that tonight, Father, for each and every one here. We ask for eyes that see and ears that hear and hearts, Father, that will grab and grab a hold of the truth, Father, so we can walk in the light. Hallelujah. And we thank you, Father, that you always hear us when we pray according to your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. So in Hebrews chapter 11... And I'm going to read from verse 5, and I'm going to read from the ESV, because I think that puts it very, very well. It says, By faith Enoch was taken up, so that he should not see death, and he was not found, because God had taken him. Now before he was taken, he was commended as having pleased God. And without faith it is impossible to please him, for whoever would draw near to God must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who seek him. Hallelujah. Isn't that good news? He's a rewarder of those that seek him. Hallelujah. How many of you want to be rewarded? I do. Praise the Lord. And you know what? You, you probably qualify a whole lot more than what you think. Because a lot of times people think, well, you know, I'm not, probably not being diligent enough, seeking him enough. But I'm telling you what, if you seek him, if you're here on a Wednesday night, you're in, you're in a good place. Because you chose to be here instead of being somewhere else. And, uh, and also for you to tune in, you know, you chose to tune in instead of tuning into something else. And so, you know, he's a rewarder of those who seek him. Hallelujah. And then in Genesis chapter 5, we see the other account where he says, you know, that he's mentioned in Jude as well, but it's just a little bit. But regarding his life, in Genesis chapter 5 and verse 22, this is after he begot Methuselah, Enoch walked with God 300 years. And had sons and daughters. So all the days of Enoch were 365 years. And Enoch walked with God, and he was not, for God took him. (laughs) So he walked with God, and one day he was not there anymore. They were looking for Enoch, and Enoch was gone, because God took him. They must have, have stricken up quite the relationship, don't you think? Hallelujah. But it says, you know, what, what caused him to be taken up? It wasn't just that God just just chose. By faith, Enoch was taken up. By faith, he was walking with God. And, you know, you might say, well, he lived a long time. Well, Enoch didn't live more than, live more than maybe a third of some of his contemporaries. You know, he lived 365 years. We have, you know, Methuselah was his, his son. You know, lived, what, what is it, 967 years or something like that? A long time. And you might think, well, that's not even, that's real. That's what the Bible says. They lived a long time. You know, and then you see, and you can see, you know, after the flood, that things started changing and, and, and people started, you know, not living so long. And then it got down to 120 years, you know, if you have faith for it and if you're strong. And so, anyhow, so he, he <laughs> you might wonder, why, why would God want to put this in Hebrews chapter 11? The only thing he says about Enoch was he walked with God, he pleased God, and then he was not. That's all it says. And, you know, Hebrews chapter 11 is this hall of faith. You know, these these faith giants. Well, Enoch, he walked with God. And I think a lot of times, you know, we should be more interested in walking with God than trying to be such, you know, do great things for God. Because everything comes from your relationship with God, and God put this in here to stir your faith. Because he wants you to walk with God the same way as Enoch did. I'm not saying he wants all of us to just be taken away. That might happen here not too far future anyhow. But he wants you to walk with him. That's God's desire. And so, (laughs) how did Enoch's faith get stirred? Well, I'm not for sure. But I think it might have had to do with this great, 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 great grandpa, Adam. You know, he walked with God in the garden. Can you put up that timeline? Because I found a timeline on, uh, if they can get it up there. There you go. About from Adam, you know, and up to the flood. And you see Enoch down there. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, you know, seven is Enoch. And he lived at the same time as Adam. You see that at the top? So actually, Adam and Enoch could have talked. We don't know how far away they lived. But they were on the earth for 308 years. And in 308 years, you can, you can get somewhere. You know, and you can, so, so he must have heard from his great, 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 great grandpa, Adam, how it was to walk with God. You know, Adam, you know, he didn't forget how it was in, in, in the garden. You know, they walked with God in the cool of the day because it says in, in Genesis chapter 2, I think it is, that, you know, they, after they sinned, so it must have been three. After they sinned, they, they could hear the sound of the Lord walking in the garden in the cool of the day. So they recognized God. They were, they were used to walking with God. They were used to communing with God in the cool of the day. And you know, Noah, he heard this story. And he, he heard Adam talk about how it was that when God, you know, he, he took, him out, took him out and he showed him the sunset. And he told Adam how he did that how they walked together, and and, and Enoch's faith got stirred. It must have gotten stirred because we see in Hebrews chapter 11 that by faith, Enoch was taken up. And so, (laughs) there's a reason why I'm sharing this with you too, because your faith needs to get stirred. Because this guy is a guy, he's not born again, because that wasn't after Jesus died and rose again. This was a guy whose faith got stirred, and he walked with God. In the old covenant, he walked with God. And we have something that is much better. And so this guy walked with God to the point that something out, completely out of the ordinary, he was taking up his body and all. Not too many people that happened to. We know Moses, they, they couldn't you know, find his body either. But just a few people, he was one of them. And actually, it pleased God that this guy would want to walk with him. And you know what will please God? is that you walk with him as well. And you take advantage of everything that Jesus has done for you. And you walk with God to the point that you commune with him every day. And you talk about different things that come up, and and God will give you the answers. Well, I want you to do this, and I want you to handle this this way. Well, doesn't that make sense? I mean, you know, he's a loving father, and he actually sent his son to die so that you could actually be come to a place where you could commune with him. God is a good God. Hallelujah. He is a good God. And you see in Hebrews chapter 11, I'm going to go to verse 39 now, And all these, having obtained a good testimony through faith, did not receive the promise, God having provided something better for us, that they should not be made perfect apart from us. God, God you know, God inspired, all scriptures inspired by God. And so this, God wanted this to be recorded so that you could know about it so your faith could get stirred to walk with him the same way that Enoch did. Can I get an amen? Hallelujah. He said, this actually pleases me. It pleases me. And so, I want to get into something. I got into this a little bit on on Sunday morning as well. Something that will keep you from walking with God, that we all need to deal with. In Hebrews chapter 10, in verse 38, it says, Now the just shall live by faith, but if anyone draws back, my soul has no pleasure in him. But we are not of those who draw back to perdition, but of those who believe to the saving of the soul. Drawing back means draw back until you are not seen. It doesn't please God that you, as a born-again believer, draw back. I'm going to read a, a little story here from, from uh, Luke chapter 5, and this will show a little bit more of what I'm talking about. Luke 5 and verse 1. And this is repetition for some of you guys that were in class Sunday morning, but it's, it's good to hear it again. Praise the Lord. So it was as the multitude pressed about him to hear the word of God, that's Jesus, That he stood by the lake of Gennesaret and saw two boats standing by the lake, but the fishermen had gone from them and were washing their nets. Then he got into one of the boats, which was Simon's, and asked him to put out a little from the land. And he sat down and taught the multitudes from the boat. When he saw speaking, he said to Simon, "Launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch. But Simon answered and said to him, Master, we've told all night and caught nothing. Nevertheless, at your word, I will let down the net. And when they'd done this, they caught a great number of fish, and their net was breaking. So they signaled to their partners in the other boat to come and help them. And they came and filled both the boats, so that they began to sink. When Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees, saying, Depart from me, from a sinful man, O Lord. For he and all who were with him were astonished at the catch of fish which they had taken. And so also were James and John, the sons of Sebedee, who were partners with Simon. And Jesus said to Simon, Do not be afraid, for from now on you will catch men. So then when they had brought their boats to land, they forsook all and followed him. You know, sin consciousness will make you push away from God. If you feel like you are not worthy, you will not draw near. Hallelujah. If you're sin conscious... You will have no faith. No faith. Because faith is confidence. You will have no confidence if you feel like you're not worthy. If you feel like I'm not, I'm not, I'm not measuring up. And that's a problem. You, you say, well, I'm not worthy. You know, all that stuff is from hell. Because it's the most effective way to keep you away from God. Away from the blessing, away from enjoying everything that God has given you. It's the most effective way to keep you bound. So we're going to have to deal with that. You can talk about faith all you want to, but if you don't deal with this, it won't work for you. Praise the Lord. But the just should live by faith. Faith in the power of the blood of Jesus. We need to have our worthiness based on the blood of Jesus concreted in our hearts. Because the blood of Jesus was enough to completely set you free. In Romans chapter 3, I'm going to read out of the King James Version, Old King Jimmy. But now the righteousness of God without the law is manifested, being witnessed by the law and the prophets. Even the righteousness of God Isn't that something? Same righteousness as God has, which is by faith of Jesus Christ unto all and upon all them that believe. For there's no difference, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God, being justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, whom God has set forth to be a propitiation through faith in his blood, to declare his righteousness for the remission of sins that are passed through the forbearance of God. To declare, I say, at this time his righteousness that he might be just and a justifier of him that believes in Jesus. God sent Jesus. He was an atoning victim for you. That's what propitiation means. An atoning victim to take care of your problem. Because we all had a sin problem. And he was the only one who could fix the sin problem. Hallelujah. And for the remission of sins, and that means cancellation of debt, Charge or penalty. Cancellation. Over and done with. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Jesus did what he did for you. He didn't need it. He was perfectly fine in heaven. To God the Father said, you know what? We need to take care of this. You need to go down to the earth and take care of the sin problem. But the good news now for us is that the mortgage on your life that you would never be able to pay was nailed to the cross. Hallelujah. Let's turn over to Colossians chapter 2. Thank you, Jesus. Isn't he good? Hallelujah. (laughs) Oh, praise the Lord. Colossians chapter 2 and verse 6. I'm going to read this out of the ESV as well. Therefore, as you received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in him. In him also you were circumcised but a circumcision made without hands, but putting off the body of the flesh by the circumcision of Christ, having been buried with him in baptism, in which you were also raised with him through faith in the powerful working of God who raised him from the dead. And you who were dead in your trespasses and the uncircumcision of your flesh, God made alive together with him, having forgiven us all our trespasses, By cancelling the record of debt that stood against us with its legal demands, this he set aside, nailing it to the cross. He disarmed the rulers and authorities and put them to open shame by triumphing over them in him. The first of verse 16 says, Therefore let no one pass judgment on you, including you. (laughs) Including you. Because there was a legal demand against you, but Jesus nailed it to the cross. There was a debt that had to be paid, and he paid it. Hallelujah. If it didn't have to be paid, he never would have gone through what he did. Hallelujah. <laughs> How did you start walking with the Lord? He says here, you know, in verse 6 Therefore, as you see it, Christ Jesus, Jesus the Lord, so walk in him. Well, you believed in the power of the blood of Jesus, didn't you? We're supposed to still believe in the power of the blood of Jesus. It wasn't just to get you into the family, it's also to keep you. Hallelujah. Every single day of your life. The reason sin consciousness is so detrimental is because it messes with your view of yourself and it presents an untrue picture of who you are. Because when you received Christ Jesus the Lord, you were set free from the power of sin. You were completely washed by the blood of Jesus. Actually, you were made brand new in Christ Jesus. And a lot of times, we draw back from that because we look at our our performance, and we look at, well, you know, how should should I feel like I should have confidence today based on last week? Probably not. And so then, you will always have this distance between you and the Lord, because you will always draw away because you don't feel like you're worthy. Well I have news for you, you're worthy, you're worthy and you need to get that concreted in your heart that you're worthy. You know we all say well you know, you know the Holy Ghost came and, and took up residence in us, well he is the Holy Ghost and he doesn't come and take up residence in anything but something that is holy. You hear me? You know, we we talk about being joined to Christ. Well, he wouldn't join himself to anything that is not holy. Anything that is not holy would have crumbled up. Because he's a holy God. And that's why there had to be a sacrifice that completely removed sin so you could be made holy. Because a lot of times, whether we realize it or not, we try to measure up. And be good enough. And I can tell you right now, you will never get there. And the devil will help you. He says, well, you're doing pretty good, but you're not quite there. And you can check back with him three months later, and he says, well, you're doing pretty good, but you're not quite there. You will never get there. You hear me? You are there. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, sin consciousness messes with your heart and how you see yourself. And that's a problem because I'm going to read from Romans 10 9 and 10. You know this. That if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you'll be saved. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness. With the mouth confession is made unto salvation. With the heart one believes. You can agree all you want to in your head, but if you're not there in your heart, if your heart is, is not completely convinced that you are righteous, then you will not have confidence and your faith won't work. And the problem with that is, is Romans 5:2, Romans 5:2 says, "You access all that grace is given by faith. So now you can have all the head knowledge in the world about how faith works, but if your heart in your heart you're condemned, in your heart you don't see yourself as righteous and holy and worthy, then we have a problem. You have a short circuit, and your faith won't work. That's what we have to deal with this. That's what we're doing right now. <laughs> the, the Word of God is, is excellent in this regard. <laughs> Second Corinthians chapter 5. And I'm going to start reading in verse 15, 2 Corinthians 5, 15. And he died for all, that those who live should live no longer for themselves, but for him who died for them and rose again. Therefore, from now on, we regard no one according to the flesh. You hear that? Paul is saying, therefore, from now on, we regard no one according to the flesh, even though we've known Christ according to the flesh, yet now we know him thus no longer. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. That's good news. Now all things are of God, who has reconciled us to himself through Jesus Christ and has given us the ministry of reconciliation. That is that God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself, not imputing their trespasses to them, and has committed to us the word of reconciliation. That's the good news, that Jesus has died for your sins. That's what we need to tell people. That's what we need to tell ourselves in the mirror in the morning. Jesus died for your sins, and you are free, and you are holy, and you are righteous. You can get into the presence of God at any time because of the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ. As though God were pleading through us, we implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. That's God's heart. That we be reconciled to God. Let every sinner be reconciled to God because the price has been paid. Hallelujah. For he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. Hallelujah. Well, that's, that's a word that maybe, maybe bypasses you, but the that's the same righteousness as God has, which ought to... Rattle your mind a little bit. You're as righteous as Jesus is. And you need to see, the more you see yourself that way, the more you're going to start to access all that God has for you. You won't be able. You will not be able to access all that God has for you unless you deal with this this sin consciousness junk. Because it's from hell to keep you bound. And it's not okay. Okay. You're not humble, you're not smart, <laughs> if you yield to that. Because the truth says you've been redeemed. The truth says that you've been set free from sin and all the effects of sin. I'm going to read from Romans chapter 6 here. The Bible is full of this, full of it. We need to be full of it too. We need to be full of it. Some of you are. (laughs) Anyhow. (laughs) Romans chapter 6, verse 1. Hallelujah. What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? Certainly not. How shall we who died to sin live any longer in it? Or do you not know that as many of, of us as were baptized into Christ were baptized into his death? Therefore we were buried with him through baptism into death, that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. For if we have been united together in the likeness of his death, certainly we also shall be in the likeness of his resurrection. Knowing this, that our old man was crucified with him, that the body of sin might be done away with, that we should no longer be slaves of sin or sin consciousness. For you who has died has been freed from sin. Now, if we died with Christ, we believe that we should also live with him, knowing that Christ, having been raised from the dead, dies no more. Death has no longer has dominion over him. For the death that he died, he died to sin once for all, but the life that he lives, he lives to God. Likewise, you also reckon yourselves to be dead indeed to sin, but alive to God in Christ Jesus, our Lord." That's what the scripture tells you. You need to reckon yourselves dead indeed to sin. Dead indeed to the old man, dead indeed to all that stuff. It has passed away. Give it a proper burial and leave it there. I'm pausing for effect. Is it working? You need to reckon yourself dead to sin, and you might as well throw in there all the effects of sin. All the effects of the fall, you need to reckon yourself dead to it. Dead to sickness, dead to disease, dead to poverty and lack. It's a new life. Romans 8, verse 1. I'm just a to bombard you with Scripture. Praise the Lord. That the righteous requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us to do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. If you're walking in the Spirit, you're walking according to what the Word of God says. And if the Word of God says that you're dead indeed to sin, then you're dead indeed to sin. If the Word of God says that you're a new creature in Christ Jesus, all things have passed away, behold, all things have become new. That's the truth. That's walking in the Spirit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus made me free from the law of sin and death. We need to walk in the light, brothers and sisters. The light is the word of God. We need to deal with sin consciousness. Have no part of our lives. It will completely set you free. Because then now you will start to draw near to the Father with a confident heart steadfast hallelujah and you will start to expect him to be the rewarder that he is he's just been waiting for you to get in line with him and what he said in his word that he has done for you ha 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 Colossians chapter 1 you need more scripture I'll give you more scripture hallelujah in verse 9 for this reason we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you and to ask that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding, that you may walk worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing him. If you're fully pleasing him, you're walking in faith, being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God, strengthened with all might according to his glorious power for all patience and long suffering with joy, giving thanks to the Father who has qualified us. Who has qualified you? The Father did, through Jesus. You don't have to do any qualifying. He qualified you. He qualified you for your miracle. He qualified you for all that you need. This is why we need more scripture, because you're very quiet. You know, Brother Hagen said, you know, the scripture that I work for is what you get excited about. I'm still waiting. We might be preaching for a long time. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Giving thanks to the Father who has qualified us to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in the light. Hallelujah. He has delivered us from the power of darkness and conveyed us into the kingdom of the Son of His love, in whom we have redemption through His blood, the forgiveness of sins. Ha ha ha. (laughs) Ha ha ha. (laughs) Verse 19, for it pleased the Father that in him all the fullness should dwell, and by him to reconcile all things to himself by him, whether things on earth or things in heaven, having made peace through the blood of his cross. And you, who once were alienated and enemies in your mind by wicked works, yet now he has reconciled in the body of his flesh through death to present you, here's the word, holy, And blameless and above reproach in his sight. If indeed you continue in the faith, grounded and steadfast, and not moved away from the hope of the gospel which you heard. The gospel which you heard was the good news. That Jesus took care of all of your sin issues. You need to not be moved away from that, but stay right there. Live in your redemption, would you please? Live in your redemption, would you please? Hallelujah. Because when you start to live in the truth, then power is released. Because it's by faith all this stuff is released in your life. When you start to get in line with God, He's. he's, I've been waiting. I've been waiting to pour out my goodness on you. There's resurrection power available to upend your family. Did you know that? Don't be held back by this junk that is trying to keep you from living in your redemption. It's just a bunch of junk. Okay, let's do some more scripture in case we haven't known enough. Hallelujah. Ephesians chapter two, verse one. And you he made alive who were dead in trespasses and (laughs) sin. (laughs) <laughs> and sins Glory be to God, in which you once walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now works in the sons of disobedience. Among whom also we all once conduct ourselves in the lusts of our flesh, fulfilling desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature children of wrath just as the others. But God But God, who is rich in mercy. He is rich in mercy. Because of his great love with which he loved us. I'm going to read that again. But God, who is rich in mercy, hallelujah, because of his great love with which he loved us, glory be to God, he loves you with this great love. He qualified you because he loves you so much. He wants to invade your life. Hallelujah. Even when we were dead in trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace you've been saved. And raised us up together and made us sit together in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. That in the ages to come, he might show the exceeding riches of his grace and his kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. For by grace you've been saved through faith and that not of yourselves, it's the gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. He's prepared a good life for you, and he made sure that nobody else get the glory but him. Hallelujah. No one can boast because it was nothing you could do. Jesus did it all. Jesus saved you. Jesus redeemed you and set you free. You're free. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. At least I preached myself happy. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> you know Hebrews ten thirty five says therefore do not cast away your confidence which has great reward your confidence should be in the blood of Jesus your confidence should be in the completed work of redemption which was done for you to set you free hallelujah you know today is the day of salvation the devil wants to keep you in the maybe tomorrow, or maybe you will get it together at some point. Well, how much did it require of you when you were born again just that you believed in Jesus, right? And he took care of the—that was the biggest miracle that ever happened to you, was when you received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. All that was required was that you believed in your heart and confessed with your mouth. And it's the same way you walk with the Lord for the rest of your life. You believe in your heart what he said, and then you walk it out. And he said that he has made you holy, blameless, and above reproach in his sight. You can't live this life by feeling. You have to live it by the truth. And as you apply truth to your life, feelings will get in line. You won't always feel. How often do you feel holy? <laughs> or blameless? Or above reproach in the, in the sight of God? Well, God, God sees everything. He did this because he knew it was the only way to help us. It was the only way to help us. Praise God. Isn't he good? Yes. Wow. Hebrews chapter 4. Well, let me go back here. let was wait a little bit in Hebrews chapter f- 4. You know, the devil is subtle. Did you know that? He's subtle. He tricked Eve in the garden, has God indeed said. Well, now we've been rehearsing what God said about you. I've been reading out of the Bible probably 50% of the time. (laughs) So it's really not me preaching, it's this. This here is inspired by God. This whole book, inspired by God. And he put in here what you needed to hear. There's a lot more that went on. Then what's in this book? John, you know we just read, you know we read our chapter a day, you know, and every day Monday through Friday. You know, and we just read through John, in the last chapter of John, he said, you know, if everything that Jesus said and did was recorded, I suppose not even the whole world would be able to hold the books that would have to be written. And so what's in here is what's needed to prove that Jesus is the Christ and to show you that you need him. don't let this just pass by you and be like well yeah but no no let's 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 deal with this because this is key to us getting further in him in the plan that God has for us individually and as a church this is key because we access everything by faith everything by faith we need confidence to have faith your heart needs to be convinced that this is the truth about you. And as we do, you know, the Lord, is, the Lord is bringing us up. Did you know that? He's bringing us up. The tide is rising. You know, Pastor said here about a year ago, he said, we've turned a corner. We turned a corner. And we're pursuing the plan of God for our lives, individually and as a church. You know, God wants to build the church up in Ephesians. He says that he wants to to join us. You've been fit together as a dwelling place of God in the Spirit, Paul said. What does that mean so that God can move in the body and touch people outside of the body? Takes faith. It takes confidence. You need to... (laughs) You need to draw near to Him so He can show you. You know, the thing is that when we were born again, we were made a brand new creature, brand new person in Christ. Yeah, I know nothing happened on the outside. You might see some effects of it on the outside after a while. But on the inside, you were a brand new person, and the only one who can actually, you know, really tell you who you are now is God. Because you will have a tendency to... to, to you know, like Paul said in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 16, to regard yourself according to the flesh. And so will other people, they will regard, regard you according to the flesh because that's what they see. Most people won't see who you are and the potential you have. But God will show you who you are and the potential you have in life. The main thing he wants is to walk with you. He wants to have fellowship with you because he created a family. He wants to walk with you, and your walk with him, everything else is going to come out of that. It's not about what you accomplish for the kingdom. It doesn't say anything about what Enoch accomplished for the kingdom. He probably did, but we don't know about it. But we know that he walked with God. And that's what he has made available for you and me as well. How much more? After God has made you a brand new creature in Christ Jesus, you have now the same righteousness as God has. There's a lot of things that God wants to do that He's not able to do because we don't believe Him. He wants to He actually wants to invade your life with His goodness and His glory. He's not out to take anything away, He is there to give. Sometimes you might think it looks like that, but it's not that. It's just that some stuff is hindering you and you don't know it. And you think that you're making this big sacrifice. He's just saying, we're just getting this, this boulder out of the way so I can bless you. He's a rewarder of those that seek him. He's a good father. And we need to be aware of that. We need to actually believe that in our hearts. That's when he can start to move and do what he wants to do. He's not sitting there pointing fingers. Well, you haven't quite, you know, cleaned that up yet. You're not. No, no. He, he needs to <laughs> get in there. Hallelujah. So he can fix your issues. Because he's out to fix your stuff. He's out to help you. Why would he call the Holy Ghost a helper? He knows you need one. desperately, (laughs) and He gave us one, and He gave us His Word so we could see who we are, so we can access all that God has done, because it's so, you know, it's so much in Ephesians, we just read that it's going to take the ages to come, for Him to show us how kind He's been to us in Christ Jesus, so it's not a little thing, it's a big thing, He's a big God, He's the eternal one. Oh, we just need to get a glimpse of who he is just a little glimpse of how big he is and how powerful he is he's a big daddy hallelujah and he'll take care of you in grand style if you let him praise the Lord let's pray father we love you hallelujah we're so grateful father for your goodness for your mercy for your word father we're so grateful father For the good news hallelujah (laughs) the good news that Jesus reconciled us to you father so now we can walk with you hallelujah unashamedly walk with you father hallelujah knowing that you've made us holy blameless and above reproach in your sight father God we can come to you at any time hallelujah and you will never father God you will never turn us away you don't you don't even turn away a sinner that comes to you how much more somebody that has been redeemed by the blood of Jesus hallelujah we're so grateful father And we thank you for your word, which gives light and understanding regarding these matters. And we ask you, Father, to help us to see and understand, Father, all that you've done for us in Christ Jesus, so that we can make you happy, hallelujah, when you see that we are blessed and victorious in life, hallelujah. And Father, may our lives, Father, reflect you in every way, Father God, may our lives bring great glory to you because of what the blood of Jesus has done for us. Father, we love you so, so very, very much. Hallelujah. And right now, with every eye closed, and I don't know if there's anybody in here that, that doesn't know Jesus, but this would be a very good time. Hallelujah. To give him your life, because he is good and he loves you so very much. And the only thing that he requires is that we believe that Jesus died and rose again to take care of our sin problem, hallelujah, and confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord, hallelujah, and we'll be saved. So if you're in this place, you know, if you'd raise your hand, hallelujah, and just acknowledge that you want Jesus, hallelujah. And the same for you online there. If you're there in your home and, and you've heard this and it stirs you, you know, Jesus loves you. Hallelujah! And he wants to invade your life. He wants to bless you. He wants to make you brand new on the inside. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! So if you just do the same, but well, just, 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 everybody, just, uh, just uh, repeat after me: Father God, I believe that Jesus died and rose again for me. He took care of the sin problem. And I want to receive him today. As my Lord and Savior. In Jesus name. Amen. He didn't make it hard. He did the hard part. Hallelujah. And if you've prayed that with us, I would like you to 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 find us. You know, you can you can call the office at 712 482 three, four, five, five, maybe they have that at the bottom of the screen, I don't know. But we'd love to hear from you, and we'd love to send you some materials and some books and stuff that'll help you uh, get started in your walk with the Lord. It's an exciting journey, hallelujah. And this, if you just received Jesus, this is the best day of your life. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Glory be to God. you happy to be saved today? Praise the Lord.